Blog Talk Radio. sugar's been off so I feel a little 
a little dizzy. Um, so I'm only going to be on for, for 30 minutes or so. But let's jump into this. Um, the title of the show today is uh, we're going to once again talk about healing. Um, and, and I thought today would be a, a different version of the healing process. Um, and I titled it Heal, and I promise you will give those around you the best version of you. And I say that because yesterday in conversation, I was speaking to a young lady, and she seems to feel as if everyone around her hated her or they disliked her, um, and she was trying to figure out what she was doing wrong and, you know, trying to figure out who she was. Um so she she was nice enough to open up and she was courageous enough to open up and my I, and I do tell people the first step of of healing is admitting to yourself that there is something that's going on with you recognize what the issue is so that you can um, um, start working on um, healing. So in the midst of the conversation, she um, mentioned to me that she was not always feeling the best, like she was. Um, depressed and she was sad and she was doing this and she was doing that and that you know her energy's been off but she, but normally she's a really happy person she's a really fun person um, and I just asked her a few questions and because um, you know when somebody's unhappy and somebody is um, they can walk into the room and change the atmosphere change the vibe um, just with their energy and I was like, I was just like, you know, let's talk about a few things. And so I asked her, do you know why you feel this way? Or do you know where it's coming from? Do you know when it started? Um I've asked her, you know, just several questions like that, just to kind of tap in, just to see uh, if she recognized what the issue is. Um, she stated that, you know, when I come in to work, I'm, I'm just sad and my energy is low. And I said, well, where do you think that is coming from? And so that's when she started saying that she was uh, depressed. And that's when she started saying that um, there was a lot of other issues that she was dealing with, but she never really came out and spoke about it. Um, then she started talking about being um, diabetic, and um, which I know all too well about being diabetic. That is, uh, I've been diabetic for the last 14 years, so I get it. Um, and some of her depression is coming from being diabetic and not dealing with it. Um, and then it all comes back to, um, after talking to her for about an hour or so, it came back to her being insecure about herself and about her body image and the way that she looks. And now that she has diabetes, uh, she, it doesn't want to, she doesn't want to face the fact that she's diabetic. Okay. So like I said, I know all about being diabetic. I know how it feels. I know what your body goes through for the last 14 years I've been there. So I kindly asked her, do you want to live or do you want to die? 
And for some, it might be harsh. But I needed to know from her whether you wanted to live or you want to die. And the reason why I asked her that is because if you if if we have a problem in our life, and especially when it comes to diabetes, and anybody that's diabetic know that it comes with so many different complications. You can get amputated. You can lose your sight. You can uh, lose different limbs. It causes heart attacks. There are so many different elements to being diabetic. If you do not deal with it, then you're asking for early death. So in order for me and her to to continue on in a conversation, I needed to know whether she wanted to to live or die. And with depending on what she, the answer was back to me, was going to be depending on whether me and her was going to finish this conversation. And this is the reason why I say that. Anybody that is grown, you cannot make a grown person want to do anything. And I'm not into sugarcoating anything for, for anyone either. So it's, it's, very, it's a very simple question. If you want to live, if you want to have a better life, if you want to deal with the insecurities or anything that, that is harming you in your life, you will make that decision to get up and, and change it. And you might say, uh, Gina Cherie, it, it sounds good, but it's not always that easy. And I get it. There's been times where I have not wanted to get up um, and exercise. There's been times where I just, my body is just, is, is the feeling that I have. I just, I just want to lay in the bed and I get that. And I've been there and done that. So, and that's how I'm able to to talk to her and tell her these things or tell anybody these things. It's it's going to be a fight no matter what. If you're dealing with diabetes, if you're dealing with a different sickness, if you're dealing with uh, depression, it's a it's a daily fight and it's a daily struggle and it's like a mind over matter type deal in my opinion. Um, a lot of a lot of our words sound good, but then at the end of the day we have to make a choice and our mind and our hearts have to be aligned in order for us to make this choice that we can get up and we can continue this fight. Um, and I told her, you know, she, she mentioned how she has a, um, a boyfriend, a loved one in her life. And, and I simply told her, you know, no one around you can help you with this. And I said, you're the only one that can make a, make up your mind whether you want to live or you want to die. She's the only one. So you can have somebody's back and you can love them until no end, but until that person wants to change, there will not be a change. When that person wants to heal for themselves, it has to be a, a self-decision and they have to be all in if they're choosing to do that. So we and her continued on in the conversation and I, I did give her some of my own experiences, um, some of my own insecurities and I told her for me personally I can't be the best mom, the best sister, the best friend a girlfriend or even a wife if I'm not fully healed and dealt with my insecurities, whatever they may be, and dealt with any hurt, any pain, 
anything that is hindering me from being the best version of myself. I can't give my all to anybody if I have not worked on me first. And then I proceeded to tell her that, you know, we need boundaries. Everybody needs boundaries, and it's okay to set set boundaries. And what do you mean by setting boundaries, Gina? Well, this is what I I told her, because she asked me, what do you mean about setting boundaries? And this is what I said. You can't give your all to a job if you're not healed and you're dealing with stuff at home, and you are crying, you're depressed, and you can't really function, how can you come to work and give your all and be a team leader if you cannot and if you are not healed from the things that you're going through? Because people around you are going to feel that energy, and people around you are are they're looking at you as the lead. So if you are the lead and you are you you are your energy is off and you're upset and you're walking around with a frown and, and you're all of these things because you're going through so much behind closed doors, people around you are gonna feel that energy and then they're gonna pick up on that energy. And now everybody's in a funk because you brought that energy through. And I'm a big believer of energy, guys. Um, if you guys are listening, anybody that's listening to the show right now, if you guys are understanding what I'm talking about, um, or if you have, um, if you have an example, or if you have anything that you've been through that you're healing from, and you're willing to share it, um, give me a call. Let me know at five one six three eight seven nineteen thirty nine. And 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 talk to, talk to me. Let me know what you guys are. Um, any insecurities that you've dealt with. If you are, you know, someone that dealt with depression. Let me know what you guys. Um, how you guys help that person get through um, the depression. Um, if 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 you were able to, and how yourself? How did you heal? What methods did you use to heal? And um, I'm really curious. I, I want to know. And not only um, are you helping me, but we could be helping somebody else that may be listening to us, and um, and they can heal right along with us. So five one six three eight seven nineteen thirty nine. Let me know. Let me know what you guys uh, what you guys are dealing dealing with. How you guys are feeling. Um, so to continue on to the conversation, um, she, it's, and I told her, she's very um, courageous for opening herself up. And it's not easy being vulnerable, especially when you've been the tough person. It's not always easy to be vulnerable, you guys. It's not always easy to um, open up, especially opening up to someone that you barely even know, like, it's not that easy to um, open up. So I wanted to let her know that, you know, she was very courageous for opening up and allowing me into her space. Um, She was very courageous for just admitting out loud that she had uh, uh, an issue that she needed to deal with. Um, So 
in the midst of that, she broke down and she began to cry. And, you know, I allowed her that time to do so. I allowed her to um, have her moment in being vulnerable. Um, and when she was ready to open up a little bit more. And sometimes, you guys, if you're on that receiving end of just giving a listening ear and somebody is opening up to you, sometimes it's our job just to listen um, and let them get out what they need to get out and just listen to what they're saying, um, how they're expressing themselves. Um, and also, and while we're listening, because a lot of times people give us clues on, you know, what their their objective is going forward or, you know, and she gave me some type of clue that once upon a time she didn't want to fight. Um, she, and then she actually came out and said that she would rather die versus admit that she had a health issue. So I take that very serious when somebody says that uh, they're wor- they're, that death is worth more than living um, and they want to end it all instead of dealing with um, whatever issue that they're having. Um, so I gave her that moment and I let her cry through it. And um, then I came back to her and I said, you know, would that be fair if you ended your life? Would that be fair and would that be a little selfish? Um, and what do I mean by, by that? If we have our loved ones, people that love us and people that, you know, value us, is it fair to those people that we end our life because we don't want to deal with an issue. Um, anybody that has someone that dealt with um, suicide or someone that attempted suicide, you guys understand what I'm, I'm saying right now in this moment. Um, and I told her, I gave her my own experience. Um, and the conversation really got deep after that, guys. Um, so everybody that's joining in, you guys, thank you guys for um, joining in. Um, today we are talking about another episode of healing and being able to give um, the best version of yourself when we are properly healed um, and we have um, held ourselves accountable with the things that we're going through and how we fix it, how we overcome it, and how we're able to give the best versions of ourselves after we do that. Uh, if you guys want to be part of the conversation, I am live in the studio. Um, if you guys have an experience that you guys want to share, um, please do so. Leave it in the comments, or you guys can um, call me at 516-387-1939. Um, and just a quick recap, we got more people joining in, so thank you guys for um, coming in. Um, we we're talking about healing, um, and I had a wonderful conversation with someone yesterday, and we spoke about healing, and um, we, t- we spoke about insecurity. We spoke about giving our best versions of ourselves um, after we healed. 
Um, and at this point of the conversation, we we had a conversation for about an hour, you guys. And in the midst of this conversation, at the point of the conversation we're in right now, we talked about um, the question of me asking her whether she wanted to live or die and how that she's the only person that can actually answer that question. Um, she's the only person that can uh, make that decision whether she has she sees value in herself for her to continue on and to deal with um, any of her insecurities that she had and to um, become the better version of herself. Um, and like I said, I really commended her for opening up and and letting me know, you know, what th- the things that she was going through and how the depression that she was going to. And another thing that I, I, I definitely want to share, because I was ready to write this person off. Um, I, was, I said I was going to give this person one more chance, and if she was going to continue um, with this, I was just going to exit out. And um, I had the luxury of having a, a, a couple of hours alone with her. Um, and I have to tell you guys, I'm so happy that I made up my mind to give this person another chance because a lot of times we don't know what someone is going through. We just figure, and and I've been, uh, people have treated me like that as well. Um, instead of trying to figure out what I'm going through or if I was going through anything or what's bothering me, they just wrote me off as I had an attitude and I was, and yeah, I probably did have an attitude. I probably was angry, but there's always a reason, um, why someone is quiet or reserved or, um, their energy is off. There's always a reason. So, and I have to say at the end of the conversation, my my whole mind and my whole attitude of, about this person and to this person was totally different. So I let her know that you are very courageous for opening up and to find out that you are dealing with so many things that people don't know about. Um, you're fighting these things behind closed doors, which most of us do. And it's hard for people to open up and talk about depression because if you open up to the wrong person talking about depression or talking about anything that you might be going through, that person, you sometimes we open up to the wrong people and they go and gossip and, and they go and, and talk about you instead of trying to help you. And that's another reason why a lot of people will go through things alone and we don't know that they're privately suffering because they have nobody to open up to or to talk to, um, being afraid of their their personal business being told. And you got to remember, you guys, somebody always has a best friend. So your best friend might have a best friend that might have another friend. Um, so we got to sometimes be cautious of who we're opening up to and sharing our business to, because you just never know. But in the same token, I'm, I'm hoping that we always have somebody that we can um, be vulnerable with and open up to. Um, and this young lady is like, she's the, the cry that she let out was just like, you know, finally someone is taking the time to listen to me. And just just by hearing her talk and the things that she was saying, it just felt like she had nobody 
to open up to, to be in her corner or to talk to. And it so happened that it was me that she um, was comfortable enough to open up. And I told her, I'm not perfect. I still have things that I'm working on on the back end. Um, But I can share my personal experiences with you, and I can tell you how I overcame some things. And um, I told her, you know, because she was talking to me about her her boyfriend and, and things like that. And I was just like, you know, we attract certain people in the season that we are in in our life. Now, what do you mean by that, Gina? If we're still dealing with stuff and we're still dealing with our insecurities, you're going to attract a man, a man or a woman that is insecure. You don't be, if you don't believe me, <laughs> trust me, baby. Um, because even in my ownness, I had to step back and recognize some things that I'm not fully healed from. And I had to understand and recognize things. And then I had to hold myself accountable for the things that I attracted in my season. So, and I, and I remember talking to someone else about it. And once I recognized that it's nobody else's fault around me, whatever my insecurity was in that season, that's who I'm attracting. And it's true. It's, it's definitely, definitely true. It's so freaking true. But you know what makes it, like, real, real is when you can say this stuff out loud. You can be okay. You can admit that you still have something that you're working on. So what's the next step? The next step is now that you recognize it, you said it out loud. Now it's time to heal, and it's time to do something about it. So I told her the same thing. She said she doesn't like her body. Okay, well, if you don't like your body image, who can change it? You. If you don't like, you say you're fat. Well, maybe you say that, but people around you don't don't feel that way. But that's your insecurity. So if you feel that you're fat, but then in the next voice you tell me you don't feel like getting up and you don't feel like exercising, then you really don't want to change it. And that's exactly what I told her. Only you can change your situation. Now, I'll give you 24 hours to 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 cry. I'll give you 24 hours to be uh, I'll, I'll give you 24 hours to, to be in, in your mess. Then when you wake up the next day, it's your choice to change it. It's your choice to, to make it better. If, you, if, you, if there's anything, if you're in a relationship that you, that you don't like and you know that it's toxic, only you can get yourself out of it. Word up. And when it comes to setting boundaries, and that's what I told her, when it comes to setting boundaries, be okay to set those boundaries. Be okay to to let them know this is what I'm not going to tolerate. This is what I'm not going to deal with. This is not this is what I don't deserve this. So I'm gonna set this healthy boundary, not only for you but for myself. 
because I recognize that I deserve more and I deserve better. So I'm going to set these boundaries. And it's okay. And I told her, you don't have to give your all to everybody. You got to remember you come first. So you're talking about being a mother. Well, how can you be the best mother to your child if you haven't dealt with your own mess? Because I've been there and I've done that. And in order for me to be the best version of myself to give to give to my daughter, I had to to recognize some things about me, my own flaws, and then I had to deal with them. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. And just for me and her having a conversation, I'm not expecting her to change overnight. But the process has to start somewhere. The process has to begin first right here. You gotta have, you gotta want it, and when your brain and your heart aligns with each other, and I told her, you gotta find a healthy outlet. If you believe in God, you better lean on it. If you believe in the universe, you better lean on it. If you have to write it down, if you have to go to a mountain and sit there, you need to find an outlet. Because laying in the bed crying, overeating, or trying to self-medicate is not helping you. That's just going to dig you deeper and deeper and deeper in the hole. So you got to find a healthy outlet. And for a while, my outlet was my journal. And if anybody read my journal's board, they'll tell you, be crazy. But am I really crazy or was I really hurt? So then I stopped doing the journal. I started hiking. And I found a very relaxing uh, from from going on my hikes, spending some time on top of the mountain, just overseeing uh, the water, overseeing um, the city, buildings, lights, just being one. And sometimes my outlet is to take a drive. And I don't need music or, or anything. I just want to be one with the highway. That's another outlet for me. And then it gives me time to reflect. And to to recognize things that I'm going through in the moment. And then it gives me time to put together an action plan of what I want to change and how I'm going to change it and what I'm going to do to go forward. That's some powerful stuff. When you recognize your your own flaws, when you recognize and and don't blame everything around you and, and don't blame everyone around you for some of the things. And we have to be very honest, you guys. Some of the stuff that we go through in life, we caused it. And I, And just like I tell everyone, there's always, always a consequence for the things that we choose to do, whether good or bad. There's always a consequence. But we got to recognize that. And as we continue to point fingers and blame everybody else around us, you're never going to heal. You're never going to, to move on, and you're never going to be able to become the best version of you if we blame everybody around us for our action. So reflect, yes. Reinvent, yes. And I'm still in, I'm in the midst of reinventing. 
And I think that every day that we wake up, we should be trying to become the better version of us. And I am thankful enough to have some positive people around to that can point out um, and hold me accountable for some of the things that I don't see. And a lot of times, we don't see the things. We can see it in other people, but we don't see our own stuff. But you got to have people that that you know love you unconditionally. So when they come to you and they sit you down, they'll be like, hey, we see this. We're recognizing this in you. And and they can do it in a way where you know that they're coming from love to make you sit down and and have a, a reflection of the things that you're that you're doing, you're saying, you're acting, the, the energy, the whole nine yards. You gotta have those people, but you gotta be open minded to the things that they they tell you. And that and that is the key. And I'm still working on not being so defensive about things. And that's a big one for me, you guys. That is a huge one for me. And not to be so defensive when someone tells me something about myself that we necessarily don't want to hear. That's a big one. So I'm saying all this to say what? Once we recognize the things that we need to heal from and the things that we need to work on, only then will we be able to give the best versions of ourselves to our friends, to our families, to the world, to your team, uh, to whoever is looking up to you or whoever you're leading at the time, only when we start to heal, and real heal, not say we're healed, we're, and not say we're over the problem and we push the problem down to, to the floor and we bury it with some clothes or some shoes or with a smile or a fake smile. And, and this is how you know. Um, real quick, this is how you know that you're really healed from something. And and the universe has a way of testing you, if you pay attention. When something bothers you and it always gives you, makes you react, you're not healed. Now, when that same problem, that same person, that same situation, that same hurt comes back and it doesn't make you react, it doesn't change your mood, it doesn't change your attitude in the moment, and it does not bother you, that's how you know you're healed. And I try to tell myself that I can tell myself over and over and over again that I'm healed and I'm okay. It doesn't bother me. I'm okay. I'm healed from that whatever. But when I hear that person's voice or I see something they've written and, 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 I, and I see them loving on somebody else and that triggers me, Baby, I'm not healed. Because if I were, it would not bother me. And that's how you know. 
and the universe has ways of testing you over and over again. And I, I honestly believe that if you feel like you keep getting tested over and over and over again with the same situation, just different people, different scenarios, different storylines, different plots, whatever, that's the universe testing you. And I got tired. I definitely got tired of taking the same test over and over again. So I said, okay, universe, I recognize what you're doing. And I'm going to pass this test. Because before you test me again, I'm going to do some self-healing. So when I present itself, oh, baby, I'm going to be ready for it. And I've passed a lot of my tests that I couldn't pass before. And that's the best feeling ever in life is when you keep failing a test and then the test comes that final day and you pass it with 100%, that just does something for you in the inside. Like I felt it in the inside, down deep down to my soul, I felt it. And I said, I'm finally, it took me some time, but I'm finally healed from this situation. And then now I can move because now a better part of me has just surfaced. So, and then that, for me, it challenges me. If I can do this and I pass it, the next test, I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the challenge. Because my end goal is to be the best version that I can be. And when it comes to setting those boundaries and cutting people off, that is not going to enhance you being that best person for you to be. It's okay. There's people that I don't rock with no more because they knew the hurt me. They knew the broke me, the broken me. They knew the person that was angry. They knew the person that was going through all this mess. They don't know the healed me. And some people don't need to make it to the healed you. And I had to recognize that as well. Some people don't deserve the best version of you. And you got to be okay with that too. So. A lot of times, because people, I, I've had people question me, did you go to school to be a psychologist? I started that, I started that journey, but I ended up um, doing a different path, so no. So a lot of things that I, I speak about is my personal uh, experiences, and, and I tell people that the only thing that I can give you is my personal experiences. I'm, I'm not no Dr. Phil. I'm not uh, a licensed psychologist, but and I honestly feel the best way to learn something is to learn it from somebody that experienced it. Now, sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not saying that going to a psychologist is bad. I'm not saying that at all. If that helps you, then let that help you. But for me, sitting down talking to someone that's been through some hurt, been through some pain, been through some drama, and you showing me that you overcame it, for me, that's the best person to talk to. So 
I'm going back in with this uh, person, and I'm going to finish our conversation. Um, but I'm going to let her take the lead on that because she she was vulnerable enough to open up the first time. And I've always said, if I can reach one person, job well done. Um, and I'm going to uh, help her and let her know that you can still have a healthy life being diabetic. Why? Because I'm a living example of that. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. You're going to have days where you felt bad. I was just laying down, y'all. And in my mind, I was just like, I'm dizzy. I don't feel too good. My sugar dropped to 89 earlier. And once my sugar does that, I just, I don't feel great. I'm dizzy. I'm shaking. I feel so, so many different ways. But laying on my couch, I said, okay, I got to get up. And the crazy thing about it is, I was having a dream about doing the show while I was laying on this couch that made me get up because I have something to say and I need to get it out. So it woke me up out of my sleep at 6.20. Let's do the show. Let's get this out because someone is is listening. And I just want this young lady to know that that she is valued and she is loved. And you're not gone yet because deep down inside, you are ready to fight. You're just trying to figure out how to start. And it's not by coincidence that me and her ran into each other. It's not by coincidence that she felt comfortable enough to open up to me. It's not a coincidence. It's all by design. So we meet certain people in our season. So right now I'm in a season to be able to help and to talk to her about things that she's going through. And one of them is being diabetic and how you can have a healthy life and be happy. And sometimes we don't understand our assignments. And sometimes we question, why do we get certain assignments? Because I do that quite often. Like, um, okay, universe, God, what we doing? Like, how strong do you think I really am? But I'm going to accept this assignment. And I'm going to show her love because I think she's lacking it. And I don't have to know her personally. And we don't have to know people personally to show them love. We don't. A simple hi, how's your day? A simple hug, you have no idea how that can change someone's world in that moment. So I told myself when I walked away from her, I'm going to let everybody else dislike her and, and, and be distant from her. But now that I know some of the things that she's going through, I'm going to love on her. And I'm going to talk to her. And I'm going to encourage her. Now, like I said before, I can't make her get out of bed and exercise. I can't make her eat right. I can't make her want to live. But if I can encourage and, and love her just a little bit, 
then I've done my part. So today, it's all about healing. And you guys are going to hear me talk about healing um, quite a bit because there's so many different things that we are all healing from, different versions of healing that that needs to happen. And I think that is very, very important. And just to keep in mind that we don't know what any of us are going through from day to day. But I have a person in my life. Actually, I have a few people in my life that they go through stuff and they still show me how to smile. They still show me how they can still listen and be there and still have a productive day. Now, they might feel, you know, weary about the things that they're going through and and, and feel like there's a burden on their shoulder, but they're still smiling. They're still showing love. They're still being happy. Their energy is still being great when they walk into the room. And those are the type of people that I love to be around because they're helping me as well. So there's so many different books out there, you guys, that will that will help. And one of them is 13 Ways to Detox uh, Your Life. And I think you guys should definitely go pick that book and uh, read it, use it, apply it to your life. Um, and it's not just that one. So I will post uh, different books, different things, different passages that might help you from day to day. And definitely remember, you guys, it's okay to love on someone and to understand what they might be going through in life. Because we all got things that we need to heal from. Nobody on this earth is not going through something. There's a lot of us that just have a poker face. And that's all that it is. But we're suffering behind closed doors. That's my message. That's my whole my whole message for Talk About It Tuesdays is healing so that you can be and give the best version of yourself. I love it. This self this self growth is one of the amazing things. So if you guys feel, anybody that's up under my voice, and if you feel that you are healed over everything and you do not need my help, you can definitely change. Because I'm trying to talk to people that can admit and hold themselves accountable and want to change together. And if you guys have a different outlet that you guys use, any type of healing passages or encouraging words that you guys have that you guys use, do not hesitate to leave it in the comment or DM me. I would love to know what you guys are using, what you guys are doing, uh, some of your guys' outlets. Um, it's not just listening to my voice. I want to listen to yours as well because I can't do this alone. My sh- It's my show, but I need you guys uh, to help me too. I want to learn from you guys as well. It's not just what Gina knows. I want to hear from from you guys. And let's hold each other accountable. Let's grow together. So months from now, we can have a whole different show. 
reach one, teach one, right? So if you guys want to continue this conversation after the live, you guys can definitely DM me. Um, you guys can email me. Hey, Gina Sheree, this is my outlet. When I'm frustrated, this is what I do. This is the book that helped me. Because then if you share that with me, I can share that with others. So that we can all do this together. So I will definitely guys keep you guys um, updated. Um, email me at Gina Sheree, um, host Gina Sheree at gmail.com. Uh, you guys can DM me uh, right here off of Instagram. Um, you guys can call into my show, 516-387-1939. Um, today was the only day that I, I did the 630. I kind of do like the 630. Um, I know I have some people that say that 1130 in the morning, I always miss your show. Um, so I think it's not by coincidence that 630 just happened to be better for me today. Um, but I do kind of like uh, this timing, too. But next week is going to be back at 1130, um, and we're going to continue with the 1130 show. But I do like, I might just jump in at 630, and we can do, like, um, a morning and an evening uh, time slot. But I, I, I hope you guys had a wonderful day. I hope your evening has wind down and you guys are doing good. Um, let me know your guys' feedback. Definitely uh, DM me. I want to know the feedback and how you guys feel about um, the conversation today. Uh, again, you guys can email me at hostgenisheree at gmail.com. You guys can call me in my studio at 516-387-1939. Um, you guys can also leave me messages in my studio. I definitely will get them. Um, and if you guys want to have something you guys want to share, but you guys don't want me to share it live, I definitely will respect that. Um, but just reach out and let me know. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, um, to talk about it Tuesdays on GSL radio. And this is your girl, Gina Sheree, peace, love, and happiness. And, uh, let's heal all together until next time. Enjoy your guys' evening, and I look forward to next Tuesday, uh, and so we can do this again. You guys have a beautiful night. This is your girl, Gina Sheree.